0: Good morning, you beautiful people. My name is Ronan, and I have a very simple job. My job is to help you become fluent in English. My job is to help you shatter the comfort zone. My job is to help you really fully express yourself in the English language. I've been teaching English for way too long, but I absolutely love it. And you know what I love the most? When a student messages me and lets me know their English victories. The victory could be anything they did in English. It could be asking a person in the street the time. It could be engaging in a random conversation. It could be giving a presentation or a speech. I absolutely love it. So let me help you. Go to my website, download my ebook, get on my mailing list, and let me invade your inbox once a week with beautiful messages and tips on how to learn English. Without any further ado, let's get to the podcast. Before we begin, i got a couple of questions, and I want you to uh, use your imagination when you answer these questions. What was the last bit of fast food that you ate? Where did you get it? How much was it? Was it value for money, or was it over, overpriced? Was it worth the money you spent? Did it look appetizing or did it look disgusting? And if it looked disgusting, what would you do? Would you keep it? Would you put it in the trash? Would you just eat it and pretend it doesn't look disgusting? Or would you throw it at the fast food worker? When you were in high school, or school, or whatever you want to call it, did you ever get in trouble? Were you like me? Did you always get in trouble for one thing or another? And if you got in trouble in your school, what was the punishment? Was it a lenient punishment or was it a harsh punishment? Was it a overbearing punishment? Or was it a punishment that didn't really, that wasn't really effective because it was so lenient, as we say? If you were a judge and you were presiding over a case where a woman a customer in a restaurant threw food at the worker in a restaurant, what sentence would you give the woman who threw the food? Would you send her to jail? Would you give her community service? Would you give her a fine? Would you execute her for doing something like that? Use your imagination. What do you think the answers are for those questions? Because in this podcast, we're going to learn about a woman who did exactly that. We're going to learn about a woman who threw food at a fast food worker and the punishment and the consequences of doing that. So today we're going to learn about punishments, We're going to learn about criminal records. We're going to learn about different types of arguments. We're going to learn about rush hour and how rush hour is not only associated with traffic or roads, but many, many more ways of using it. We're going to learn about different types of sentences that you might get and different types of punishments. A harsh punishment, a lenient punishment, an over-the-top punishment, a major punishment, for example. And we're going to do all that was learning random bits and pieces of English. So, when you're ready, sit back, relax, keep listening, and get ready to learn from, of course, the Little Seal English Podcast. Okay, good morning, my friends. What's happening? I have been meaning to do this for a while, but back in December, I came across a great news story. It's a news story about a restaurant called Chipotle. Chipotle. C-H-I-P-O-T-L-E And Chipotle is like a Mexican grill and they produce burritos. That's what they're known for. I can remember the first time I went to a Chipotle and my mind was blown. I was, I was in awe. I was in the USA for Christmas one year and it was my first time to be in the United States as an adult. And for me, it was a huge cultural experience to go visit all these different well, honestly food places because you know America has been famous for diners famous for restaurants and everything else and Chipotle was a place I was told I need to visit and so I went there and I thought it was freaking delicious I thought it was absolutely amazing a burrito it was my first time to have a burrito it was in Chipotle in the USA what would be about what age am I now would have been about 12 years ago I imagine so anyways the reason why this story Captured my attention was the headline. And whenever you're reading the news, or whenever you're online or browsing, one thing I'd recommend for you to learn English is to scroll through your news feed and just look at the headline, excuse me, look at the headlines and try to identify the who, the what, the where, the when, and the why. Try to think about it, to critically engage with the news headline. And this headline is as follows Woman. Who threw food at Chipotle worker, sentenced to fast food job by judge. I freaking love that one. I absolutely love that one. You know, every country we go to in the world has a different judicial system. And every country has different punishments for different crimes. Sometimes the punishment could be severe, prison, death. Maybe you lose your hand, lose a couple of fingers, Other times, punishments can be too lenient. Lenient punishment. So let's think about some collocations with the word punishment. Fair punishment. Unfair punishment. Strict punishment. Harsh punishment. Harsh in my eyes would be losing your hand for theft. It does happen. Um, Over the top punishment punishment. Fair punishment could be another one. So there's many different types of punishments. And, you know, a country that's too lenient with the punishments will have too much crime. And a country that is too strict with punishments, uh, well, people might protest and try to overthrow the government if they can. Who knows? But punishment. Try to think of different punishments. And, like, I always encourage people to try and connect it to their own lives. So when you were in high school and you did something bad, what were the punishments Were they big punishments or small punishments? I remember once when I was in high school, I didn't wear my tie. So we had a tie to wear. And the teacher gave me two demerits. And so I had accumulated a grand total of seven demerits. Now in my school, if you got one demerit, it wasn't too bad. But if you had seven demerits, you had detention. Detention is when you either stay in at lunchtime to do schoolwork, you're not allowed out in the yard to play with your friends. Or, believe it or not, there will be a Friday after school detention. So on Friday, when all your friends are going home for the weekend, you'd have to stay back an hour or two hours for detention in order to do some work. So anyways, young Ronan goes to school with no tie. Teacher gives him two demerits. I have now seven demerits in total. And the school gave me what I would call a very strict punishment. They sentenced me, believe it or not, me, a good standing student, they sentenced me to a Friday detention. Now, in my eyes, this was a completely unfair punishment. This was not fair. This was not um this was for me a very harsh punishment. And I felt the punishment should have been lessened, lessened, good verb. I felt the punishment should have been lessened, should have been made weaker, and so I brought my case to the principal, or to the vice principal. The principal was a dickhead in the school; nobody liked the principal. The vice principal we loved, and I spoke to the vice principal, and I said, "Mr. McFly." Was that a m- McFly? Tommy Fly, McManus. Excuse me, <laughs> I can't believe I said Mr. McFly. I'll explain that story another time, but in this one. I said, Mr. McManus, and I said to him, by giving me a Friday detention for only accumulating demerits, like not wearing my tie or not doing homework, you're diluting the severity of the detention. And I explained how I should only go for a Tuesday detention because it has been an accumulation of minor offences. I hadn't really broken too many rules. I hadn't fought in school. I hadn't sworn at a teacher or anything like that. Long story short, the vice principal agreed to lessen my punishment and give me a more lenient punishment of a Tuesday detention instead. So, I don't know how I started talking about it, but punishment. If you can connect the word punishment to your life, just like I did there, with my example of being in school, and not wearing my tie and getting a demerit, you'll be able to remember the word and collocations better. So when I was in high school, I was given a very harsh punishment. I explained to my vice principal why it was too harsh, and he agreed. And he, thankfully, thankfully, generously, he changed my punishment from a Friday detention to a Tuesday detention. I, of course, was over the moon. I should have been a freaking lawyer. Anyways, in this story here, there is a woman and she threw food at a Chipotle worker. And as a punishment, she now has to work in a fast food establishment. A very unorthodox punishment. A very creative punishment. And that's one thing the United States is famous for. So you have these 50 different states in the USA... And each of them have different laws, different rules. And within each state, there's different counties, I believe. And each county can have different laws, like local laws. And obviously, state law trumps everything, and federal law trumps state law to a certain degree. And so each judge in each um, state is able to sentence something differently depending on that state's rules. And obviously, in Ohio, the punishment is quite different to other places. What would happen in your country if you threw food at a fast food worker? Would it be a minor punishment or would it be a major punishment? Would it be a punishment like in Ohio where you are sentenced to work in a fast food position or would it be jail time? Because that can be counted of assault as assault and indeed in this news story it starts off with An Ohio woman was convicted of assault after she threw food at a Chipotle employee has been sentenced to work a fast food job for two months. Has been sentenced. Very common collocation when we're talking about law or legal work. The judge will sentence a person. And we usually say has been sentenced. So for instance, Ronan has been sentenced to 10 hours of community service. Has been sentenced. It's a passive structure. We don't need to use the active tense. The judge sentenced Ronan to community service. Because only a judge can give a sentence. Only a judge can pass a sentence. So in this case here. An Ohio woman. Has been sentenced to work at a fast food job. For two months. Has been sentenced. So she must work. At a fast food location. For two months. I absolutely love it. And indeed. The news story goes on to say the unconventional sentence was offered to blah blah by Judge blah blah as a means of reducing her jail sentence. So she had a choice. She had a decision to make. And she could do a full jail sentence or she could reduce her jail time, her jail sentence, provided that she actually worked in a fast food job. Folks, I love this because I feel... And a strong belief of mine is that in society, everybody, every Tom, Dick and Harry should have to work a service industry job. And I'm talking about you need to be a customer service job. Every single person. I think that would be good for society, for everyone to experience that position, because that position is the brunt of abuse when it comes to work. If you work in the service industry, you know what I'm talking about. If you have ever worked in the service industry, the shit you got to put up with from customers, the smile that you must have, even though you want to strangle a customer, it can be quite frustrating. It can be incredibly frustrating. And I feel that if every single human had to work in the service industry, we would have a much better world. Like imagine before you go to college or before you get a career job. Nope, you have to do at least six months mandatory customer service. McDonald's, Burger King, Chipotle in a bar or something like that. And I think it would just give everybody a greater respect for humanity as a whole. Because let me tell you, folks, working in customer service, Jesus Christ, it can be difficult. So this woman now has to work two months in a customer service shop, in a fast food restaurant. On September 5th, Hayne, the woman, was filmed by a patron inside Chipotle as she was arguing with a young store manager during a restaurant's dinner rush hour. The video went viral on a website called Reddit, R-E-D-D-I-T. If you go on Reddit, say goodbye to your social life. It is very addictive. It's a very good website. Great for learning English. Like I said, very addictive. The Chipotle store manager, Emily Russell, 26 years old, kid, told the New York Times she made and remade the burrito bowl for the customer despite the restaurant being short-staffed. The customer was still unsatisfied with her order and started a heated argument with Russell. In the video, Russell appears to try and defuse the situation and hands Haynes the establishment's business card. However, in front of customers, Haynes continues to shout at Russell. Again, Russell attempts to end the altercation and tells Haynes to have a good day. And in retaliation, Hayne throws the burrito bowl into Russell's face. So let's break that little part down, shall we? On September 5th, Hayne was filmed by a patron inside Chipotle in Ohio as she argued with a young store manager during the restaurant's dinner rush hour. Rush hour. R-U-S-H hyphen hour. What is rush hour? The busiest time for something. Rush hour in traffic is usually 5 p.m. when everyone is driving home. Rush hour in a restaurant could be lunchtime or dinner time or maybe breakfast, depending on where you are. In Starbucks, rush hour could be 7 a.m. However, in a in a burrito restaurant, it could be 5 or 6 p.m. because people are going for evening meals. So rush hour is just the period of time where it's busiest. And so Hane was filmed by a patron. To film is like to record because it used to be literally on film, so film as a verb, to film. Hayne was filmed by a patron inside Chipotle, and the video has since gone viral. Emily Russell, the manager, who's only 26 years old, explained how she made a burrito bowl for Hayne. Hayne was unhappy, so then Russell remade the burrito bowl And Hane was still unsatisfied. And this is the thing. Like I get you might be pissed off about your food. I get it might not be up to your standard. But shouting at the manager or shouting at a worker is rarely going to go anywhere. Hane was still unsatisfied and started a heated argument. Heated argument. That's a nice collocation. Write that shit down. A heated argument is an argument that is passionate, an argument that could go either way. And a very angry argument is a heated argument. You might have a heated argument with somebody. You might overhear a heated argument. If you're about to walk into a room and you hear a heated argument, you might want to back out of that room because the last thing you want to do is get involved in a heated argument. Another way we could say it could be an intense argument. So there was an intense argument between Hain and Russell. Hain started a heated argument with Russell, the manager. Russell tries to diffuse the situation, to alleviate the situation, to make the situation less chaotic, less angry, more peaceful. Diffuse, D-I-F-F-U-S-E, write that shit down. So Russell appears to try and diffuse the situation, diffuse the argument, and she even handed Hane the business card for, I presume, somebody higher up. Hane continued to shout at Russell. So Russell Russell has done everything she can. She made a burrito bowl. She remade a burrito bowl. She's asking um, Hane to calm down. She gives Hane a business card so she can go higher up in the ranks. And what did Hayne do? Well, Russell attempted to end the argument by saying, have a good day. And in retaliation, Hayne threw her burrito bowl into Russell's face. That's a bad one. That is a bad one. So clearly, Hayne let her temper get the better of her. Clearly, Hayne gave into her emotions. Clearly, Hayne is a bit of a cunt and decided, you know what, today I'm going to pick a fight with a 26-year-old manager. Did I say 26? Yeah, 26-year-old manager. That is absolutely ridiculous. So in my, when I'm reading this news, news story here, I'm, I'm trying to pick out different collocations. I'm trying to pick out different words that might be useful for you. But I'm also just trying to picture it in my head. And I hope you can picture it. Picture like a fast food restaurant. And picture a very, very, very unhappy customer. Why is this customer unhappy? Well, they got a burrito bowl, but it wasn't perfect. Okay, so they're not happy with their order. That's okay, that happens. So then what? Well, the cashier remade the burrito bowl, but the customer was still not happy, still unhappy about the situation. And a heated argument started. An argument between the customer and the worker started, which obviously is not good. If you're in a restaurant, the last thing you want to see is a fight breaking out or a heated argument breaking out. Russell, the manager, tried to defuse the situation. It didn't work. Russell, the manager, said, Have a good day, and Hane lost it. Hane went crazy. Hane saw red, we might say. Hane lost her shit, and she threw her burrito bowl into Russell's face. Oh, I would be so pissed if I was Russell. I would be so angry. Now, I don't know. Obviously, we only have half the story here. We haven't heard from Hane. We don't know what was going on with Hane or why Hane was such a cunt, but it doesn't matter. Hane should not have thrown the burrito bowl because now Hane has found herself in a lot of hot water. Now she's a criminal. Now she committed a felony. Now she will have a criminal record for the rest of her life and that will follow you around. One moment of anger, one moment of passion and a lot of doors have been closed, especially in the United States. So I'm going to talk about a bit of a tangent here, or go on a tangent. But I know that in the United States, they talk about freedom and how they are the most free country in the world. But there's very little forgiveness in the USA. Uh, For instance, if you're an ex-convict, if you're a former prisoner, it can be very difficult for you to get a job, like a well-paid job. It can be very difficult for you to get on your feet. It can be very difficult for you to do anything if you're a convict. And so the reason I'm talking about that is because here we have Hayne and she just threw her burrito bowl at the worker and now she is a criminal, now she's a convict and now she will have a criminal record, criminal record for the rest of her life. Let's continue with the story, shall we? So customers inside Chipotle were shocked. One woman followed Hane to the door, tried to stop her, asking her, why did you do that? Hane freed herself from the woman and exited the Chipotle. And a patron inside the restaurant called the police. Patron, P-A-T-R-O-N. Patron is like a formal word for a visitor, a customer, for a diner. In this case, someone who's sitting down. Patron, P-A-T-R-O-N. Google it. It is quite common in terms of how many people are allowed in an establishment. And so, what happened? The police arrived, they do their thing, the woman is arrested. And when she appeared in court last week, Hayne was originally set to pay a fine and serve 180 days in jail, with 90 days suspended. However, the judge made her an offer. And she could take 60 days from her jail sentence if she served her just desserts at a temporary fast food job. And that is literally what it says in the article. Just desserts. What are just desserts? Beautiful English idiom. Write that shit down. Just desserts is often used to refer to the idea of a person receiving what they deserve receiving what they deserve, or getting an outcome that they worked hard for. Positive or negative, usually negative. It usually implies that an individual received an appropriate reward or a punishment based on their behavior or accidents. So, in this case here, she got her just desserts. Hain got her just desserts. Desserts. She got her jail time. She has to work in a fast food restaurant. Why would that be considered just desserts? She committed a crime in a fast food restaurant. She assaulted a fast food worker. Now her punishment is to become a fast food worker. It is literally the best example of just desserts you can think of. Another example of just desserts would be a person who commits murder getting killed by the state. Just desserts. The the punishment is equal to the crime, for example. Like I said, usually used in the negative. But it could also be used positive. If you're a student and you study your ass off and you get 100% in your exam, that's just desserts. You worked your ass off for it. Similarly, when I was a student and I didn't study my ass off and I didn't get the score I wanted in an exam, I would get my just desserts, which was not the best grade possible. So just desserts is a wonderful idiom, which you should have written down by now. But it's a wonderful idiom that means your punishment or your reward is equal to whatever you did beforehand. So in this case here, Haynes assaulted a fast food worker, kicked up a fuss in a fast food restaurant, tormented Chipotle, and as a result, now she must work as a fast food restaurant worker absolutely beautiful absolutely magnificent so she agreed to work 20 hours a week in a fast food restaurant for 60 days for two months she would work 20 hours a week and she must complete the work before going to jail in march so she so she still goes to jail she will absolutely still go to jail there's no doubt about it but she will have 60 days taken off her jail sentence so she doesn't need to go to jail for the full amount rather she will work in a fast food restaurant then she will go to jail but not for the full sentence so I think it's quite fair I think it's a more creative system rather than sending a person straight to jail it's more creative and I do appreciate it hence I wanted to make a podcast about it the judge then said quote you didn't get your burrito bowl the way you like it, and this is how you respond? End quote. Judge Gilligan said during sentencing. So the judge had no sympathy for her. And in fact, during the court proceedings, Russell, the manager, said her face had been badly burnt by the burrito bowl. Because it was a hot burrito bowl. She then said she, had to, she was left traumatized and she had to quit her job at Chipotle, in part because she felt unsupported by the company. She now works at the American chicken chain Raising Cane's, which I've never heard of before. And Russell, the victim, she feels that Haynes' sentence is fair. I concur with Russell. I agree with Russell. But I also want to talk about that, what Russell said there. So Russell said her face has been burnt by the burrito bowl. She was left traumatized and she was forced to quit her job in part because, write that down, in part because... Beautiful transition word or transition phrase. Beautiful example phrase. In part because she was unsupported by the company afterward. Unsupported by the company. Do you feel unsupported by your company? Do you feel that your company don't do enough to look out for you? Haynes did. No, sorry, Russell did in this case here. And as a result, she quit her job. How could a company support you? They could give you more time off. They could give you more money, more salary, a higher salary. They could give you full health benefits. If the company does not support you, you're not as likely to work as hard. You're not as likely to support them. You're not as likely to remain loyal to them. And in this case here, Russell said she left her job because one, she's traumatized. And two, she felt unsupported by the company. And that really does irk me. That really upsets me when people are unsupported by big companies. The big company probably don't give a damn about her. All they care about is the money and the, uh, the news about their business, for instance. So let's talk about some reactions to this. And the news story I'm reading finishes off with, in court, Hain apologised but said she became aggressive because the food she ordered looked disgusting. So, legit, I am not joking here. Haynes said she became aggressive because the food she ordered looked disgusting. Now, folks, I don't know about you, but I have seen disgusting food in the past, and I don't know if I've ever thought it was so disgusting that I felt it was an appropriate action to throw it at a person have you what do you do if you get disgusting food well you don't go back to the restaurant you could leave it back there and ask for a refund perhaps but she got hers remade like what the fuck did you expect you're going to a fast food restaurant The food looks disgusting. Well, maybe raise your standards and go somewhere else. Or lower your standards and accept that Chipotle is not going to serve Michelin star restaurant quality food. What did she expect? For people to bend over backwards for her? Possibly. But she apologised and said she became aggressive. Became aggressive. Because... She became aggressive because the food she ordered looked disgusting. Get over yourself. You became aggressive because you're a cunt, not because the food was ugly or disgusting looking. You're just a nasty person in my opinion. I'm very judgmental today. Judge Gilligan's response to her saying that was brilliant. He said, and I quote, I bet you won't be happy with the food you're going to get in jail. End quote. Ha ha ha. Judge Gilligan seems like a bit of fun. Not gonna lie. First of all, he comes up with this very creative punishment for this woman who threw food at a fast food worker, and then his reply is, "Well, you won't be happy with the food you're going to get in jail." Like we all know that two places that don't have good food would be jail and hospitals. Hospital food is usually terrible, or airplane food. All of, like those three places are notoriously famous for not having good food. Unless you travel first class, which, surprise, surprise, I haven't. But Judge Gilligan made a joke. You won't be happy with the food you're going to get in jail. Talk about rubbing it in. To rub it in. To to tease the person a little bit more than you should. So, overall folks, this was a very quick news story. In my opinion, a very quick news story. I was browsing Reddit one day. I came across this news story. I've been meaning to turn it into a podcast in one way or another and I think I've achieved that. The headline once again, woman who threw food at Chipotle workers sentenced a fast food job by judge. Love it. Very creative sentence. We spoke about punishment, different types of punishment, a harsh punishment, a lenient punishment, an unconventional punishment for example. I gave you the example of my punishment in high school of a Friday or a Tuesday detention and I argued. I argued my case to my vice principal and guess what? I got a Tuesday detention, not a Friday detention. I was very happy with that. I went in with my head up high, folks, because I was like, yeah, I'm not doing a Friday detention. No way, Jose. So in this, what else did we learn in this one here? We had a heated argument. That is a beautiful uh, collocation. Heated argument, a mild argument, a a terrible argument, a a scary argument, a loud argument, a quiet argument. Many different types of arguments, but a heated argument, someone's going to snap in a heated argument. That's when someone is shouting at each other and they're not controlling their voices. It's very, very scary. We talked about rush hour and how it was during the restaurant's dinner rush hour. Starbucks might have a rush hour first thing in the morning. Denny's will have a rush hour first thing in the morning. Traffic rush hour is usually 5 p.m. when everybody is driving home. And in this case here, Chipotle had a rush hour at dinner. The customer... Hane got a burrito bowl. She didn't like it. She got the burrito bowl remade. She still didn't like it. She started a heated argument. And it ended with her throwing her burrito bowl at Emily Russell. The manager who's just 26 years young. Quite young to be dealing with this kind of shit in my opinion. As a result of that. As a result of that moment of madness. That moment of uh, stupidity. Now... Russell, or Hain, has a criminal record and that is absolutely terrible to get because it means a lot. Can never own a gun in the USA, can't vote in the USA in certain states, pretty absolutely ridiculous. She was originally meant to pay a fine and serve 180 days in jail, but she can cut 60 days from her sentence if she worked as a fast food worker, which I think is brilliant, absolutely beautiful, That would be 20 hours a week in a fast food restaurant for 60 days. So for 60 days, she must work 20 hours a week in a fast food restaurant. Beautiful. And uh, why did she do it? Well, because she hated the way her food looked. Her food looked disgusting and therefore she got angry. The manager, Russell... Um, said her face was burnt by the hot burrito bowl. She's left traumatized and felt unsupported by the company afterward. And the judge ended everything by saying, I bet you won't be happy with the food you're going to get in jail. Love it. Love that, Judge. Good job, Judge Gilligan. Great, great punishment for the crime. Just desserts was another idiom that we looked at. Write that one down. Look it up. It's in the description Folks, my name is Ronan. This is the Little Seal English Podcast. I hope you're happy. I hope you're healthy. Do me a favour. Get on my mailing list. There's a link in the description. Let me email you about uh, different aspects of English, what I'm up to, if I have any courses happening in the future. Please check it out. I'd love to hear from you. What else can I say? Not much. Keep it cool. Talk soon. Bye.